Everybody and welcome back to the Small Town Nerdcast. I'm your host Bryfy, your comics guy, and I'm really excited today. I don't I actually I know why I'm excited, and it has nothing like there's no great news or anything like that. It's just I finally finished my uh, 2018 run of the Amazing Spider-Man, which was done by Nick Spencer, a host of different artists along the way. And, you know, featuring our boy Peter Parker and a motley cast of characters, including the likes of Boomerang, Black Cat, MJ, Kingpin's in there. The Green Goblin comes back, but not as you, not as who you would, or not like in the capacity that you would think. Doc Ock, I believe, plays a role in some spots. There's a surprise character, which we'll get into in the back end of it all. And then, actually, there's two Three, there's multiple surprise characters, uh, but one of the villains that is a big mainstay throughout the series, Kindred, and who his identity, who their identity is, without spoiling anything. Anywho, with that being said, we got one little bit, one little pinch, one little bit of some nifty nerd news, and then we will get into the review. That's really all that we have to talk about today, so hopefully... You were excited for a comic book review because that's exactly what you're getting today. Up first in the Nifty Nerd News, though, it looks like the Detective Pikachu sequel is now in the works. I had just saw an article like literally five minutes ago and what's reminded me, oh shit, I haven't recorded a podcast today. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm still kind of getting over some sickness here. But it's um, got... Portlandia's Jonathan Crissell to direct the sequel. I'm not a huge watcher of Portlandia. I have been told it is quite delicious to watch. Like, it's a good show. I don't know too much about it. But what I do know is I very much really enjoyed the Detective Pikachu movie. So much so, I would argue it is up there in the top movie game game movies based on game titles like it is one of the top i think for me still my all-time favorite would have to be the original mortal Kombat. but god man detective pikachu really did a great job of making a fun movie with the source material which doesn't like we've seen all the movie like video game movies and it doesn't always pan out the right way. Uh, animation seems to do a better job at it. I'm actually really excited for the Mario movie, despite everyone hating on uh, Chris Pratt. Everybody hates Chris. Um, but I'm excited for it. It looks like a hell of a lot of fun. Live action, that's where, you know, things get a little weird. But I'm looking forward to or not? Yeah, well, I am looking forward to the new Pokemon movie, live-action Pokemon movie. I, I think it'd be fun. I loved what they did in De- Detective Pikachu. Sorry, words. And I'm running out of breath because <sighs> I'm sick. Well, I, I was sick, and I'm getting over the sick. But then I had COVID at one time, so maybe it's the lasting effects of the COVID, but I've been vaccinated like 27 times, so I would think that I um, maybe it's the vaccine. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm playing. Um, but, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Anywho, or it could be my new blood pressure medicine that supposedly one of the side effects is to give me like a dry cough, but then why would my throat be groggy? Like, I don't know. I did just eat too, so maybe there, there are a lot of things and reasons, and I'm trying to self diagnose at this time. It's probably a bad. Let's just get through this. <laughs> so, yeah, excited. We'll we'll have to wait and see, you know. Maybe I should watch some Portlandia so that way I have an idea of how this is going to play out and how this is supposed to look. But I'm probably not going to. I don't even know where to watch Portlandia now that I think about it. Anyway, I digress. Let's get back to the main menu, the beef, the entree of this episode. Let's talk about 2018's The Amazing Spider-Man by Nick Spencer. Okay, that was a... Wayne's World reference for you because I don't have Segway music yet. And I don't know. I don't know where to get some. And the last one that I did, my friend did for me. And then I spliced it up to make it fit for what I wanted. And anyway, sorry, big breaths because I I have sad baby lungs. All right, let's get into it. So we've talked a bit about the amazing Spider-Man. I've had think at least two episodes dedicated to portions that I've read in that book. Big picture here. Something has happened in Spider-Man's past that the new villain Kindred is blaming him for. But is not telling Peter exactly what that thing is, but basically just kind of like, you know what you did and you need to apologize. Like, just be sorry about it. Well, I'm going to teach you a lesson by torturing you, sending you to hell and playing in your dreams, killing you multiple times within those said dreams. And then still not really telling you who I really am and whatever. And so, like, it's really confusing. It's really weird, but it's a a terrifying villain because this is a demonic villain, a a villain who uses the spiritual realm and things like that. And so you don't know what's real, what is part of the dream. And it's something that Peter can't really punch with his fists to make it go away. But it's also eating at him because the one thing about Peter Parker Well, there's multiple things, but the big things that you got to remember with great power comes great responsibility. And along with all that great power and responsibility comes huge amounts of debilitating regrets and just all kinds of horrible, horrible thoughts. Like the guy has, has to be depressed. He needs to see a therapist and refuses to see a therapist, which would probably help. Oh, I don't know, 90% of the problems that he has. And like, as I'm reading The Amazing Spider-Man, I realize a lot of the times he's an angry guy. Like, I and like, I get it though. He's had a lot of bad shit happen to him and he lets his emotions get the better of him. And he lets these emotions and <clears throat> wanting to do the right thing get in the way of doing the correct thing most of the time and it's kind of interesting to see and it's one of the things i've slowly come to enjoy while reading nick spencer's run on the amazing spider-man is just how self like like he he creates these obstacles because sometimes he doesn't always think things like he's a brilliant person and, and super smart a super genius some might say but not when it's around himself like it's for for whatever reason he just can't see within himself or see close enough around himself to make the right decisions and 
it bites them in the ass all the time, which it continuously do does throughout this run. So anyway, a bunch of things happen with it. Boomerang gets involved at one point because the Kingpin is, I, I believe, trying to gain something back back through mystical powers, and Boomerang has, <clears throat> excuse me, has like Sam Witwickied his way into finding these mystical items that Kingpin needs, and now the map to all these things lives inside Boomerang's head, and that leads Peter Parker to be somehow be, they, like they become roommates and stuff. I don't think the the magical tablet thing had anything to do with it, but. They're roommates, and now they're friends, and he doesn't know that Peter is Spider-Man, but so it's really funny, and there's some funny dialogue between the two. And I love Boomerang's role in this comic book for however long he's in it. Unfortunately, it's not the entire way through, which I would have really loved to see Boomerang and Peter do something really cool at the end and team up and have like this really awesome moment with Boomerang, like which it seemed like it was building up for that kind of stuff, but... Ultimately, that's not what happened. Um, you get your first, and I said first, battle with Kindred, like epic battle. There's a whole event comic series with it, and it ends, and you think things are going to settle. You find out through Norman Osborn that Kindred is um, Harry Osborn, and so you're very upset by that, and you're wondering, like, how the hell did Harry do all this, and where did he get demonic powers, and how did all this happen? And so there's a lot of unanswered questions at the end of the Kindred storyline that seem to go unanswered until we get to the final, like, Kindred shit. And um, I, I can't remember if that's... No, that's not the end. I, the, the last story has to do with another character that comes back. But the final Kindred storyline, it turns out, um, I think it was... Carly Cooper, she's a police detective, friend, used to date Peter in some capacity. She gets captured, taken away, and then she finds herself in a cell with, dun-dun-dun, Harry Osborne. What? But I thought you were kindred. As it turns out, no, no, no. That was a switcheroo. Um, so it, I guess it turns out like during the um, the carnage stuff, Norman Osborn, who was infected, one, with carnage shit, and two, with the goblin serum still, <clears throat> believed Kindred to be his son. He felt he felt kin to him, a kindred spirits, if you will. As it turns out, though, that was not quite the case. Uh, it turns out that Kindred was two people, and these two people where the son and daughter, the fake son and daughter, I might add, I guess clone or created in the lab son and daughter of Norman Osborn and Gwen Stacy, which, what the F? I had no idea this was a thing. I was grossed out for a couple of minutes. I looked it up, and I grossed out even more. Barfed all over my keyboard. Had to get a new one. It was great and horrible all at the same time, but... Yeah, so it was like a lie that Harry had, or Norman, I think it was, I can't even remember who, I think it was Harry, did to Peter to like just, I don't even know, piss him off, make him just an absolute horrible person and created this fabricated story that Norman Osborn had impregnated Gwen Stacy. They had children, then Stacy died and 
Or Gwen Stacy, sorry, not her name. Her first name's not Stacy. Uh, but, and then, like, now these kids were back, but they were, like, full-ass adults. And they were both different kindreds and playing the trick. But still, how did they get demon powers? Like, that's never explained to me or anything. Like, I don't understand how that... Was it hallucinogens? Like... I don't really know how all this shit happened. And then how are they adults now? Why are they holding this grudge against Peter Parker still? And like all like there just so much was happening and I still didn't really understand it. But like they I guess they blame him for not ending Norman Osborn when they, he has multiple chances to and not killing Harry at the same. I like I don't know. I really don't know. I don't understand why this came back near the very end of the run, but it did, and it just still left so many questions unanswered. And I don't know if this was purposefully unanswered or if it was just not great writing. Like, I don't know. I like there were some cool moments. Don't get me wrong, and some like epic and funny one-liners and stuff like that. But like the whole kindred thing. I don't think Peter comes out at the very end any different than when he went in. Like, yeah, I guess like, yeah, he feels bad because he knows he could be doing better as Spider-Man, I guess. I, I don't know. But that's what he always says. Like, that's his, always his thing because, and I guess it was maybe trying to bring to light, like, look, everyone you're around gets hurt because of you because you, you're half cocked on everything, basically. Like, you want to try to be this hero with a secret identity you also want to be like a boyfriend to mary jane a great nephew to aunt may and like friends to all your friends but you suck at it because you will always be split between spider-man and peter parker you can never be one or the other and that will always be your downfall and i'm guessing that is really what kindred was trying to like the kindred siblings were trying to get through to Peter Parker I'm guessing but then this is me doing a lot of heavy lifting here and trying to close it out I don't know maybe I should look at people's reviews and have a better formed opinion on it but this is just my takeaway from reading through there and then like the very last storyline um <clears throat> has to do well no that's the end because the next yeah no the kindred stuff ends it that's right but Peter gets like horrifically. No, that doesn't even happen in the end. No, it just ends, and Peter's upset, and that's it. I forgot. But then I kept reading because there was still more. There was store still more to the 2018 run, but it wasn't done by Nick Spencer. So I think it was Kelly Thompson comes in and writes some more Amazing Spider-Man, but this time. We have a new Spider-Man in the mix. And it's not Miles. It's not another dimensional Spider-Man. It is one, the one, the only, well, ironically, because he's a clone, Ben Riley. He shows back up. He's now working with the, trying, seems like they're trying to be good, but really evil corporation, the Beyond Corporation. And they've trademarked Spider-Man and all this other shit. And that goes nowhere now that I think about it, because... That was only like a maybe 10-issue run. Maybe it was a year. I don't remember how long it was. It wasn't that many issues, and I blew right through them. But, uh, yeah, he shows up working for the Beyond Corporation, trying to do good, trying to be good sport and be uh, a, a spider hero while Peter gets 
taken out of service. Uh, basically, uh, he shows up. Peter joins them because they're going to take down a super villain group. I think they're called the UFOs, the UFOs. I think UFOs is what they pronounce it as. And one of the characters is like an X-ray monster. The other one has like crazy poison gas. And then they end up shooting their powers at the two Spider-Men where Ben Riley's suit is all upgraded tech suit and can protect him from all that shit. Peter's is not. He just has a regular cloth suit. And so he gets like full on radiation poisoning and poison poisoning and is put in like the ICU, goes into a coma and we think he's going to die, but you know, he's died multiple times to Kindred in his dreams. And then Doc Ock killed him at one point and became the superior Spider-Man, which is still my favorite Spider-Man run up to this point. So I'm not too worried about Peter in this instance. But then um, Ben Riley starts finding out, oh, yeah, Beyond Corporation really sucks. And then, you know, things get really, really bad. And then things get really bad with Ben Riley because he also, because, you know, he's a clone of Peter Parker. He's got a lot of power and responsibility. And then tons of regrets and feeling bad about himself and wanting to be Spider-Man but not feeling like he's up to the task of being Spider-Man and that sends him into a downward spiral and then he starts taking away his memories so he can forget and now he's just evil Ben Riley again because at one point he was evil when he was the pretending to be the jackal after the real after he killed the real jackal when that jackal kidnapped him and killed him and reborn him and killed him and rebirthed them Hundreds and hundreds of times as a clone. And so, you know, that left kind of an emotional scar on Ben Riley. But that's that's a whole lot of shit that kind of gets not really dealt with, but dealt with in this issue. Or in the, this small run, this small little series. And then, um, yeah, it ends with Ben Riley saving Peter Parker. Because eventually Peter Parker comes back. It uh, looks like Felicia. Like So this is my favorite part about this little run. Because, okay, Nick Spencer shit over with now we're talking about kelly thompson shit now like my favorite part of this run is peter's support group while he's hurt and you have of course mj who's being there for them being supportive but it's like she's there for the peter of it all who's there for the spider-man portion of it because you know spider-man is a huge part of peter parker and that's where the black cat felicia and Captain fucking America step in. Yeah, I didn't I had no idea that I liked Captain America as much as I do in this run, but I love him, man. Uh he shows up, he's and like he doesn't even play a huge part. He's really there just to help train and beat the dog piss out of uh Peter Parker. Which I didn't even know he knew who Peter was. I didn't know he knew who Spider-Man was. Uh, I like cuz a lot of people didn't know. So like so I'm trying to catch up with who all knows now and things like that. And it just, whatever. Sorry. Big breath, tiny lungs. <laughs> um, but uh, Black Cat's relationship with Spider-Man and Felicia's relationship with Peter is something that I really, really, really like. Because, one, they come from two very different walks of life. Um, Felicia is very rich, very proper or not maybe not proper but very rich um likes the finer things in life where peter was not brought up that way and not of that nature so it's fun seeing her i don't know have feelings for him and care about him and and realize that he is more than just poor peter parker like 
the things that he's capable of. He like he has swooned her, which I enjoy so much for some reason. Plus, she's gorgeous. She's like the hottest looking person in comics to me. Anywho, I digress. <laughs> but their relationship, like, it makes me want so much more of that, which makes me very happy in the new run, the. 20 I think this is 2022 run of the amazing spider-man which just started last year because something has happened we have a time jump a six-month time jump from the end of Kelly Thompson's run of the amazing spider-man and now into is it Zeb Weber I can't remember the guy's name um, I'll, I'll get it when I actually talk about that comic book something has happened in the six months from between these two runs and we don't know what it is yet. I've I'm three issues in, maybe four issues in now, and I have no clue. But characters, relationships have changed, and like how they feel about each other, and friendships, and locations, things have changed. And I want to know what the hell Peter Parker did to make these things change the way that they did. And I'm very interested in it, and I'm very like already so into this new story so much more than Nick Spencer's run, which I'm not trying to say that Nick Spencer's run was a bad, amazing Spider-Man run because it had a lot of, of fun things in it. I really love boomerang's character. And like, I think that was the thing. I really loved the side characters in Nick Spencer's run more than I liked Peter Parker's character. And Kelly Thompson's run with uh, Ben Riley, I really liked Ben Riley a lot, and I liked his storyline and his struggles and what's going on. What this new iteration, the 2022 Amazing Spider-Man run, has done for me currently is get me really interested in Peter's story again. Really interested in Peter Parker, the person, and uh, and Spider-Man as well. But I'm so much more interested in Peter Parker, the person. Because I oh you oh you want to root for the guy to get his life right, find happiness, and all those things. And right now he is what seems like the lowest of the low. And I am loving every bit of this because I want to see how this plays out. And I, like like I said, I've been dying for something as interesting as this for a while, and I've been really interested in the first few issues of this run. The only other time I can think about being so interested in a Spider-Man run run was the Superior Spider-Man run where we're following Otto Octavius pretending to be Peter Parker, like living as Peter Parker, trying to be Spider-Man, trying to be Peter Parker, trying to fix his life because he realized, oh, wow, Peter Parker, you're in a shit life. <laughs> and that was fascinating to me to get in the see that and to get in the see a new take on how... Otto Octavius would react to Peter Parker's villains, Rogue's Gallery. So that was really cool. And now I'm getting to kind of get a new appreciation for Peter Parker with this new run. And it's making me really enjoy it right now. So very excited to have a lot of hope for this new run. But we'll see how that plays out. As far as Nick Spencer's run, let's give it a review. Let, let's give, oh, I gave it a review. Let's give it a like a grade, like what, how we really feel about it. And, you know, this podcast, we've got very simple ratings for it. We either go by like atoms, electrons, like positive, neutral, or negative charge. And it's super simple. You either liked it and you want to share it with people. You either had no feelings about it or 
you'll never touch the story again. You're not interested in it. Negative. And for me, Nick Spencer's run, while it has some highs to it that I really enjoy, there's not enough there to make me want to go back. Like, there's not enough with Nick Spencer's run that keeps me engaged, keeps me interested. In fact, there's a lot of that story that I've pretty much forgotten because I didn't care too much about it. I didn't really care much for um, Ca- uh, Cassidy, uh, Cassius. What, what the fuck is uh, um Not Venom. Oh, God. Why am I blanking? Carnage. There we go. Didn't care too much for Carnage. Um, making Norman Osborn, spoiler alert, a good guy and getting getting rid of his basically getting rid of his goblin serum and all his evilness through sin eater and all that shit like that was a whole storyline that was interesting but and what i think what was more interesting was peter's relationship with norman because norman was trying to do the right thing and be a good person but peter just can't trust him because of you know of decades of murderous intent coming from norman osborne so it's very sad and interesting at the same time but i think ultimately it's got to be a neutral charge for me like it's not a bad run by any means it's a very solid run but it's not one that really spoke to me and like even like the big villain being revealed like if it would have just been harry osborne and him trying to teach peter a lesson and something like that i think that would have sat better with me than the fake well i guess they're real people but like you know the fabricated kindred siblings being the the children of Gwen and Norman Osborn, whatever bullshit shit is that uh, that shit show that was like that for some reason did not sit very well with me as much as it would have if it was just Harry Osborn who was angry with Peter and upset with Peter and felt betrayed and thrown away. And that would have played a lot more into what's happening in the newest stuff that ha- that's going on in the Amazing Spider-Man. Like it would have just played better. But ultimately, I'm not the comic book writer, so I'm not the one who makes decisions. I just have to react to them. And also, hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, like maybe the story would have worked out better had I known some other things going into this. Who knows? But I just started with the run and finished it. And was pretty ultimately just not super impressed. You know, I love Boomerang. I I want more superior foes of Spider-Man starring Boomerang and his motley crew like Shocker, Overdrive, Beetle, and um, I think Speedster was the other one. They were a hilarious group. They were funny, silly, try hard, but failed in the best ways because they would double cross each other, which was always fun and hilarious. And that's still probably one of my favorite um, books to read is the superior foes of spider-man and you should check it out if you have the marvel unlimited app there's a whole bunch of shit you should check out if you have the marvel unlimited app but there's some good shit coming out new man so i'm excited i'm catching up to being caught up with the amazing spider-man which i didn't think i could do because i just thought i was that far behind turns out i wasn't now i'm excited to uh pick up 
some new series, and I'm not sure what I want to read next. I was thinking about Miss Marvel because that was one of my favorite runs when I was reading hard, uh, paper comics, when I was reading physical comics. Miss Marvel was probably my favorite run, so maybe I'll get back into that and see where she's been and what's going on with her. Um, Spider-Man was another one. Miles Morales. Um, those were really it, man. <laughs> I wasn't reading too much Marvel. So, like, really, it's up to you guys. What do you want to hear me talk about? What do you want to hear me read after I finish the Amazing Spider-Man stuff? So, with that being said, guys, neutral charge on Nick Spencer's run. Um, mostly positive charge with Kelly Thompson's short run on the Amazing Spider-Man. It was, like I said, it was, like, just one story, really. And I enjoyed it. I thought it was really interesting. But um, and I guess it was so short, it didn't have space to do anything wrong. <laughs> and then... That's what it had going for it. So positive charge for that one. And I am super positive currently and very optimistic about the new run of Amazing Spider-Man, the 2022 version of Amazing Spider-Man. So I am excited to see how this all plays out. That being said, uh, let me know what you guys think. Uh, hopefully you're enjoying the podcast as much as I'm enjoying recording it. I was very excited to talk about it today. Even though I didn't have a bunch of nifty nerd news, um, I was just really excited to talk comics again. I haven't talked comic books in a very, very long time. And so, yeah. But anywho, uh, what am I up to? Uh, this weekend, I will be in Houston, at least on Saturday, but not for the rodeo, which, man, I should have gone to the rodeo. I don't know why I wasn't going to the rodeo. Maybe Sunday I'll go to the rodeo. But Saturday... I'll be taking, uh, it's like my wife's birthday weekend and we're celebrating it and she got tickets. Well, I, I helped her get tickets for her and two of her friends to go watch Moulin Rouge in Houston, which we'll be playing there. And so I got to kill some time while they're at the show and the show's a late show. It's like at eight o'clock, I think is when it starts or something. I don't know what time I'm going to drop them off, but I just remembered it's like the Houston baseball college classic tournament or like Basically, a bunch of Texas college teams, or just college teams in general, come to play a, a tournament, uh, a baseball tournament at Minute Maid Stadium. That's where I'm going to be because it's cheap baseball, and I fucking love baseball. I nerd out about baseball all the time, so getting to do that will be a hell of a lot of fun for me, and it will kill a bunch of time until the play's over, or it will kill some time until the play's over, and then I'll have to figure out what to do. Because hopefully the game goes long. I don't know. Maybe it goes two hours, and then I only have to wait for a little bit. Hopefully it's not a very short game. I don't know. We'll have to see. But that's my plans this weekend. Unless you guys have there, what? There's that cool arcade bar that's in the area. Maybe I could go do that too. I don't know. I'm just talking out my ass now. But those those are my plans. Hopefully you guys have some good plans this weekend. And um, then I'll be in College Station. Yeah, I got to go to College Station for work for a week where I'll get to be a firefighter. Uh, I didn't get to go when I normally go because I did not pass my physical and I had to get put on blood pressure medication. Now, my blood pressure is amazing. So now I gotta go back to fire school. Fuck. (laughs) That being said, guys, thank you for watching the show. If you want to talk to me or reach out to me, you can always do it on all my social media, on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Instagram, (laughs) YouTube, Snapchat, email, um... Email is podcast at hotmail.com. Um, all my social media, though, is at smalltownnerdcast. And on Twitter, it's smtownnerdcast because small was just too big for them. 
Big breath, little lungs. <laughs> but yeah, everything else is at spelled out small town nerdcast. And, and not don't type spelled out. I'm just telling you, it's all spelled out at small town nerdcast. Except for Twitter, SM Town Nerdcast. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see y'all guys, see all y'alls, all y'alls guys and gals and people uh, next week. Maybe. Oh shit, I'll be in College Station. Maybe we won't have an episode next week. I'll figure something out. Bri-fi out. <laughs>